0: Empire
1: Hello and welcome to my podcast Do me a favor and subscribe to the John Conn Report Wherever you get your podcasts And if you're finding us on YouTube Like button, subscribe button, you know the deal You can find us at E M P I R E. It would be much appreciated as always. But today, it's Tuesday, August 16th. So here is your practice report. Let's start with the roster moves today because Washington and all the teams must get down to 85 players as of 4 p.m. today. So Washington, as of this taping, has already released, excuse me, made four roster moves to get down to 86. They have actually 87 on the roster, but David Bade is an international player, does not count toward that total. So their move today. Released Dion Calhoun and Devontae Bosby, and then they placed Alex Arma and Samus Reyes on the reserved injured list. So what that means is those two players could come back this year if, if the team provides them with an injury settlement within seven days. If that happens, then they must sit out, sit out the first three games, plus however many games were covered under their injury settlement. Then they could return. If you wait until seven days to reach some sort of a settlement, or wait wait after seven days, then they they can't return to Washington at all this year. So that's that's the situation there. Again, as of this taping, they have to make one more roster move. After practice today, Coach Ron Rivera was not happy. Usually, he gathers the players and they talk, and they, the players are standing up, and there's a little bit of chatter, or whatever, or at least you know because some, he might say something that gets them a little bit excited or whatever. Today, they took a knee. They are on the side field. He talked to him for at least five, six minutes or so. All he would say afterward is that he was not pleased with some things. When asked specifically what he wasn't pleased about, he just said there were things he wasn't happy about. What we saw is there was the extra chirping a little bit. There were some guys getting hit and going to the ground. That's always something that coaches are going to hate in training camp because they want to work on things. They don't want guys getting hurt. Um, So we don't know specifically what he's upset about, but he wasn't happy. I'm going to get to one of those injured guys in a minute, which is Wes Schweitzer. But first, let's start off with running back Antonio Gibson. This was an unusual sight. Now you can read into it however you want, but he took some reps in the special teams drill as a slot protector guy. So one of the basically one of the wing backs in protection on for the for punt coverage, but he would be in protection on that, and that's a role that usually a backup running back would fill. Brian Robinson had been working there. And I think because of the way they're going to rotate their backs this year, it's probably worthwhile for Gibson to learn some of that. But it also clearly follows a game where he did have that fumble, and that fumble was a big deal to the coaches. So whether or not what this means for him down the road, I don't know yet. I think we have to wait and see what the actions are as far as how they play these guys, what the rotation is. Um, It certainly looks like in practice this week with the ones that Brian Robinson usually has been working first but that group does rotate, just like the receivers will sometimes rotate. I mean, I saw Terry McLaurin and a couple other starting receivers with the second group today on a couple routes in the red zone. So you you have to take some of that stuff with a grain of salt, but watching him work in the on the punt team was certainly an unusual sight. And Nate Catcher, the special teams coach, was working with him on a couple things. I will say Gibson had one really nice block on the first rep that he had, but You know, it is something that that's a role that usually Brian Robinson had been working in. Suffice it to say, they're not pleased with the fumbles. And even Scott Turner today, offense coordinator, said it's something that, quote, has to be fixed. They know what he has to do. And again, it's a lot of running style and keeping that ball tight. When he starts moving his body and that ball starts going out here, and you can still see it sometimes in practice that that still happens here, he's got to get that fixed because, as Turner said, basically the first job of a running back is to protect that ball away it's he calls it it's a waste of possession and they wasted a possession Saturday night they don't want to waste any more. and if they can find some alternatives they will I think again like I said yesterday they have some more choices this time that to get the message through to Gibson that you've got to do this better now let's get on to Wes Schweitzer because he's one of the guys that I told you was injured he did fall down he was practicing early on with the ones fell down hit his hip and Ron Rivera said there is a little bit of a concern with him. We don't know the extent of anything. What we do know is he left practice, went in the medical tent, and then had to and went up to the facility. And that Ron Rivera said there was quote a little bit of a concern. So, what that did do though is it gave rookie Chris Paul a chance to work with the starters, which I think is a good thing because you want to see how that that kid has looked pretty good in camp, and you want to see how is he progressing. And one way you measure that is by getting them reps against the better players. In the one-on, I will say, in the one-on-ones against Daniel Wise, did a really nice job in one rep that I watched. He also did a nice job against rookie Phil Fiderian Mathis. Do you want to call him Phil? Go ahead, Phil Fidarian Mathis. But it did a nice job against him on, on a one-pass protection, just used power. They, Chris Paul's a strong player, and I talked a lot about him or talked a little bit about him on the podcast yesterday, so I don't want to go into too much detail on about what he is showing. Cause I said that yesterday, but today he handled his job in there. And one thing that you notice with him, and I think this is important for any athlete is that he doesn't look like it's too big for him. Like when he's in there, he plays a certain with a certain mindset and it's as if he said, he's saying I belong here. So what that means for the season, I don't know, but I know that he's been off to a good start in, in training camp. Another guy I talked about yesterday, but I've got to talk to him about him again today, is linebacker Jamin Davis. Put together another solid practice. There was one time in the one-on-one coverage where he was up against J.D. McKissick, and McKissick is the best route runner that they have, certainly as a running back, and one of the, has to be one of the best route running backs in the NFL. Well, he's, he's gotten Jamin a couple times, but Jamin has done a nice job with sinking his hips and being able to react to his quick twitch moves. Well, today he reacted very well. And what what you heard and saw after the play was running backs coach Randy Jordan yelling, that's a hell of a job. And he was talking to Davis. So he said, that's a hell of a job. He went over and slapped hands with them. People yelling, whooping and hollering for what the defensive guys for, for Davis. So that's, again, that's something he does well. Then we get into practice. And there were three straight plays that he made in practice during 11 on 11 work. They said, okay, is this kid starting to get it because they need him to, for this defense to improve, he needs to get it. So on this particular series, the first rep defends a tight end, Armani Rogers uh, defends the ball, knocks it away. Second play fills the hole, stops the running back. Nice play. Third play, he's It looked like he was working as the mic on the play. There's a pass play down the field. He drops back into coverage. Ball gets tipped. He hustles back to the ball, picks it off. Those are the things that you did not see. Those kind of three, those three plays in a row from him last year. Not even in training camp. In training camp, I remember last year thinking he hasn't made many plays. Where you say, "Oh, okay, I get it." Well, he's starting to show that this year. He is not a finished product. I, again, I always say I don't know what he's going to do during the regular season. I can only tell you what we see right now, and what we've seen right now is a player who is deaf, who has who has improved. In fact, running back J.D. McKissick did say later he told the media he looks like a totally different player. So, there you go. Got to translate to the season, but it's been a good start and I think I told you yesterday one of the things he's doing when where he where he's most effective when he's able to line up closer to the ball. So, there you go. Another thing with Scott Turner is he's going to call plays from the sidelines this year after calling them in the in the press box, which is where a lot of times offensive coordinators will call the game. He did he said it was something he started thinking about after the season and it's something he talked to Ron Rivera about after they acquired Carson Wentz and he talked to Wentz about it too he likes the communication he has with Wentz feels he can talk to the guys a little bit quicker and more effectively when he's on the sidelines i also think that it's not something it's not something you're going to make if you don't have eyes in the booth that you can trust and a uh, longtime offensive assistant jim Hostler, who's been with scott for 4 years will now go up to the booth so he's got somebody he can trust up there ken zampese as well I think that helps, too. And one thing that uh, Turner and Wentz, um, or excuse me, Turner said about Wentz is that every day you can see that confidence level start to rise again. I think it's when guys get more comfortable in a setting and in an offense or a system, they look more comfortable. It's natural. And I think we're starting to see that. Again, I told you the other day, seeing more rhythm. Today was kind of an up-and-down day with the offense. You saw the defense winning definitely more than a few routes. But I do see him starting to work more in sync with with Terry McLaurin throwing the ball before he breaks a couple of times had he had one nice ball to him where that was the case. But there was also another time. And I'm going to get into this a little bit later where he throws a ball as he's breaking. But William Jackson picks it off because he's right there, too. Um, But that's a ball where he's throwing with trust, thinking that McLaurin's going to win the route. And on that one, Jackson got the route. There was also another one down the sidelines that he threw to McLaurin over that McLaurin was able to go up and grab over the top defensive back Kendall Fuller a nice ball gave his guy a chance to win and he did so you're starting to see better rhythm between those two and that's very important you know again still a work in progress but it's progressing and that's the key again I'll go back to William Jackson because I we talked about this earlier but he's actually looked a lot better this year than he has in, in past year or excuse me than he did last year and some of that is just a confidence level he's moving like a different player this year and I even asked him like I asked him about that after, and he said he is more confident. And he said it, it helps when, you, when you're when you confident in what you're doing and what you see and what you know. And I think you're seeing that not just in zone coverage, but in man coverage as well. Finally, Danny Johnson had a tough tougher game the other night. He's had a good camp, but he did not have a great game. where He made a highlight play in practice today uh, in the red zone drill, defending Dax Mill on the back of the end zone. Taylor Heineke throws the ball up high. And Johnson just reaches up one arm with his right hand, pulls it down with one arm, and just takes off down the field. Really nice play. And last thing is, I'm sorry, I said last thing, but I lied. I have one more. And this is just a little thing that happens in practice, but it's part of the teaching process. Nate Katzer working with tight end Armani Rogers on kick coverage, or actually all the guys. And they're running through some kick returns and how to do with the with the with the upbacks right in front of the kick returner and and where they need to be where they need to position themselves i mean he's very precise like if it's on this particular route, on this particular return you've got to be right here and if you're not he's going to stop it and let you know you got to be right here if you're 2 yards over here it's not going to work because the angle is then messed up and the angle that the or the coverage team is going to take is going to screw up the return so they worked on that and then one time he did praise he did praise Rodgers because the ball the returner in the end zone You know, you get in the end, he catches the ball a couple yards deep in the end zone, but it's up to Rodgers on that play to signal when he and the other up back have to go. So he he was very vocal about it. Hold it, hold it, hold it, go. As soon as he hit the plane, and catcher stopped and praised him. It's just another lesson for a rookie. It's another way that that kid can try to win a roster spot in addition to what he's showing on offense. So there you go. That's the practice report for Tuesday, August 16th. I'll be back with another one on Wednesday, August 17th. So I will talk to you next time.